Welcome to the Drop Time Report. Turn up the volume and listen to amazing stories about big bucks and the hunters who harvested them. Here is your host, outdoor writer, Tracy Breen. On today's episode, we're going to have on Matt Bateman. For those of you who don't know who Matt is, Matt works for Grim Reaper Broadheads. Uh, He's worked there forever, very knowledgeable about broadheads. And I've been noticing a trend in the archery industry that more and more people are using a hybrid broadhead, which is kind of a mix between a fixed blade and a mechanical Obviously, there's some advantages to that, but there's also some disadvantages to it. And today we're going to talk about both the advantages and the disadvantages of a hybrid. Matt personally loves using a mechanical head. We're going to talk about that head uh, a little tiny bit. But today we're going to focus on uh, why bow hunters may want to use a mechanical broadhead. So let's go ahead and get Matt on the show. Welcome to the Drop Time Report today. Matt, how are you? Good, Tracy. How are you doing? Pretty good. I, I want to talk today about uh, just hybrid broadheads, you know, um, managing social media and watching social media. I think there is more and more people kind of looking at hybrid broadheads and, and thinking they're the best of both worlds. And, and some of the hybrid broadheads out there, let's face it, they look like swords on the end of an arrow. They're they're huge. That's not the case with the Grim Reaper um, so just tell me, you know, what, what are some of the benefits or even if there is a drawback even, you know, to using a hybrid broadhead? Yeah, you bet. Um, so yeah, I mean, over, over the last several years, the hybrid broadheads developed into, uh, you know, kind of a staple across the industry. Um, a lot of companies are making one now. And like you said, some of them, some of them are, are, just frankly to say it, some are better than others and some, some are great, big, long, huge, huge things, which, you know, we don't necessarily love, but, but jumping right to our design hybrids, especially our micro hybrids, which are, are by far our top selling hybrid model. Um, there, there's several benefits to them. Um, you know, one that jumps out right away is it, it it gives those that are hesitant to shoot a mechanical broadhead peace of mind to go ahead and, and make that leap and try it out. You know, there's, there's a plenty of stories out there and experts out there all over the internet that'll tell you, Oh, mechanicals aren't good or mechanicals fail or won't open. And so, you know, I mean, regardless of, of what quality mechanicals we have and how much success we have with them, there's that stigma, there's that, that, going around out there right and and even though me and you talked about this earlier before 99 percent of those scenarios are human error or bad shot placement etc you know but but there's that perception so having a hybrid broadhead where you have fixed blades on there for one it opens the door for people that have that concern to feel comfortable putting on a broadhead that they know has a, a fixed blade cut diameter that can't fail, you know, that with a little bit of, the, I've heard this said, well, even if, even if those mechanicals don't open, it's still a lethal broadhead. And, but if they do open, that's a huge bonus, blah, blah, blah. We know they're going to deploy, right. But it gives some people that peace of mind to go ahead and take the leap and try a mechanical head. And, and, and they have that good experience and, and, 
you know, at some point move forward and, and try a straight mechanical. So that's one aspect of it. Bow hunting so mental. It gives people a, a peace of mind or an assurance that they have a working fixed blade for them. Um, a couple other things that I see as big benefits to a mechanic or a, a hybrid broadhead. Um, one of, one of the, in my opinion, one of the only real downfalls to a good quality mechanical, as long as you're selecting the right one for you and your setup, et cetera, is if, if you leave a mechanical in an animal, it doesn't completely pass through, it quits working for you. You know, like our design, if you, if you don't, if you hit that off shoulder and that broadhead stops and the deer runs off and that broadhead pulls back, the blades are going to close. You've got really no cut surface cutting anymore as that deer runs off and it sounds gory but but a fixed blade or a hybrid style broadhead with fixed blades it will keep working for you so it gives you kind of the best of both worlds in that category you get the bigger cut surface of a a mechanical but you still have some fixed blade on there maybe you're shooting lighter poundage or maybe you don't get that faster for whatever scenario and you know you've got fixed blades that remain open and and slice and dice as the animal runs off and continues to do damage and bleed the animal out, which is how we kill them. Right. So, um, that's, that's, you know, maybe an area where I'd give when you're selecting a broadhead with the uh, mechanical head, it's really key to get that exit hole to get that blade, you know, blood drain and et cetera. And like I said, if it stays internal, it doesn't, doesn't keep working for you, but a hybrid will to a degree. It'll keep slicing and cutting. Um, so that's that's one thing that I think is a benefit for sure. Plus, when you go to these four blade designs, you just increase your blade surface. You know, when you've got four blades versus two or three blades, you're you're able to increase your blade surface without getting too crazy overall cut diameter and still maintaining really good uh, penetration characteristics. Um, we base all of our hybrid, our micro hybrids off of a inch and 16th fixed blade. So you still have really good forgiveness and accuracy, really good penetration characteristics. And then we add a couple different cut diameters of a mechanical cut to give you that extra cut. Um, and, and you also get a little bit of a benefit over like a straight fixed blade where you might have three or four blades, um, as far as accuracy forgiveness, you just have a little bit less in-flight profile with a small micro hybrid than you do with a full-fledged fixed blade. So, I think those are the benefits you get over maybe a mechanical versus, and also versus a straight fixed blade. You add some cut, you still maintain some good, good forgiveness and accuracy. You have that mental assurance that you've got fixed blades on there that aren't going to let you down. Um, so in my opinion, those are the benefits, the negatives. I don't, I don't feel like there's a ton of negative other than, um, a hybrid, even though it keeps a pretty small profile does have fixed blades and it does have more in-flight profile than a, a, a really good quality mechanical. So at high speed or longer shooting, et cetera, or windy conditions, it's just physics. The, the more profile you have, the more potential yeah. you have for a little bit of steering or you get excited and torque your bow a little bit. The more profile you have, it's going to exaggerate it. A, a mechanical broadhead is absolutely the most forgiving accuracy wise next to a field point. And then I would categorize a good small diameter micro hybrid into the, 
the next slot and then a fixed blade being, you know, as you go bigger into the fixed blade categories, the more conducive they are to, to some kind of flight characteristic issues. If you got tuning issues or spining issues on your arrow or, or poor shooting form. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but all in all, a mechanical broad or a hybrid broadhead is, is a really, really good option for a lot of scenarios and, and something people should really take a hard look at if it fits them and what they're after. Now, all that said, let's talk about your favorite head and, and to give a little quick background. I mean, you've hunted all over North America. Uh, you're very successful and you basically hang your hat on a one and three, it's cut diameter, um, mechanical broadhead. We're almost regardless of what you're hunting. Is that correct? Yep, for sure. Um, you know, I, I, I work in the broadhead industry, so I've tested and shot and killed animals with a lot of models, but I really truly hang my hat on the inch and three eighths, three blade mechanical. Um, couple reasons. One, with all this craze out there, right, of super heavy or super, these super heavy mm-hmm. MOC or these two bladed, you got to have a two bladed single bevel beveled head or that. Yeah. You know, I am a huge advocate and a huge fan of, I'm in the middle of the road on all my stuff I do, right? A moderate weighted balanced arrow and tip, a moderate cut diameter broadhead, something that is just universally good, whether I'm hunting whitetail out of a tree stand at 10 yards or I'm on the ground stalking antelope and taking a 70 yard shot or I'm hunting an elk or a moose or I want something that's just universally forgiving accuracy wise it helps me maintain good quality trajectory I think giving up all your trajectory and your accuracy for something big and heavy is is a mistake in my opinion right so all those things mm-hmm. said the inch and three-eighths mechanical broadhead it gives me there's, there's nothing that trumps shot placement and accuracy, in my opinion, and it gives me that. It gives me great forgiveness, great streamline accuracy at all distances. And then on top of that, it's a moderate cut compared to a lot of mechanicals out there. It's an inch and three-eighths, three-blade, a very moderate cut diameter. It's not the smallest. It's not the biggest. It's middle of the road. And then one of the biggest factors is the blade angle. Our inch and three-eighths, three-blade mechanical has a really sweat blade angle when they're deployed um, at 40 degrees. So a lot, most of your really sweat fixed blade, they're 30. This is at 40, a little bit steeper, but a ton of your mechanicals out there are up to 50, 55, even 60, where you've got a big flat blade angle. You're trying to punch them through things. There's a lot of resistance there, a lot of potential for drag and deflection and all those things. The inch and three eighths gives you a blade angle really comparable to the best fixed blades on the market with a little more cut diameter. Um, so it still penetrates incredibly well for the cut diameter you get. And I've just found it to be the best all around. I call it my workhorse broadhead all around broadhead for multiple scenarios, a lot of different species, close range, long range. It doesn't matter, you know? So that's me personally. I want something that's going to work whatever, hunting scenarios thrown at me i may be hunting you know three four five different species in a season or more than that at times and and i want i want something that i can trust no matter what in every scenario and that gives me sure i can find something that's a little tougher over here and a little solid still design or i can find something that 
going to cut a bigger hole over here. But this is, this is, in my opinion, the best of all scenarios and kind of middle of the road that just, that just, as long as I do my part, I'm really comfortable and confident the broadhead is going to do its own. So. so, so in closing, all that said, and we don't need to go in the weeds here. Um, what is your arrow weight? Uh, right now, this year, um, my arrow weighs 420 grains total arrow weight. I'm shooting 100 grain, inch and three eighths, three blade, mechanical broadhead, and at about 285 feet per second. Um, I, I was looking at it the other day over the last decade. The, the heaviest arrow I've ever personally shot is 430 grains. The lightest arrow I've shot is, is right around 400, maybe a little less. But the last several years, my sweet spot has been that 415, 420 range. Um, I've just had so much success with it. it. It penetrates really well. It shoots really well. It tunes really well. And it maintains, I have a 27-inch draw length and nothing crazy, so it helps me maintain a real solid trajectory, you know, if I'm taking a 50 or 60-yard shot and I need to thread the needle, per se, on a, a scenario like a big mule deer I shot in Utah this year. I absolutely would not have killed that deer if I had to really lob that arrow in. I, I had to, you know, I had to put it through a, a hole in the thick cover that, required a decent trajectory nothing crazy but but those are the scenarios where i just feel a moderate weighted arrow and a good good quality mechanical broadhead have always just served me well so awesome well i appreciate you taking the time i know it's a, a busy time of year at grim reaper broadhead so thank you for taking the call yeah you bet tracy always happy to visit yeah take care take care bye-bye want to thank everyone for listening today. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have someone on the show who is so very knowledgeable about the subject matter. And Matt certainly knows a lot about broadheads. So I want to thank him for coming on. Uh, good luck this season. The rut is almost here. So if you're out there chasing big bucks, good luck tracking down the monster that you have on camera. Uh, to learn more about me, visit my website, tracybreen.com, which is T-R-A-C-Y-B-R-E-E-N.com. Until next time, God bless.